global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all moved higher today. S&P 500 index advancing 20 points, a gain of 1%. NASDAQ picked up 1.2%, higher by 57 points to 47.75. Dow Industrials up 1%, higher by 175 points. Right now, we have got Apple shares trading at 93.88, a gain there of 3.7%. Apple jumping after Berkshire Hathaway disclosed a stake in the iPhone maker. The tenure down 15.30 seconds, yield 1.75%. Gold up 3.20 the ounce to 12.75, a gain of three-tenths of 1%. And crude up 3.6%, higher by $1.67 a barrel, 47.87 on West Texas Intermediate. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett, and Apple. Shares of Apple, as Charlie Pellet just noted, up today, more than 3.5%. Shares, though, down about 11% uh, so far this year, Kathleen. And, you know, Berkshire Hathaway, of course, run by Warren Buffett in disclosing in the regulatory filing that they purchased nearly 10 million shares of Apple during the first quarter. Uh, it's interesting because Warren Buffett has said in the past that he doesn't really understand investing in technology companies. And as a result, he tends to not do so. But he does have an investment in IBM. And now he's got an investment in Apple. Well, and of course, whatever Warren Buffett does, whether he says he's a tech expert or not, it interests investors. And the fact that after 13 quarters of growth, iPhone sales peaking and not growing as fast has hit a lot of investors pretty hard. They're wondering if they've seen their best days. And of course, uh, uh, Apple's investment in Didi, the Uber of China, a pretty big deal. That was announced on Friday. So a lot of reasons now, I think, for people to take another look. If they, if they were taking, you know, having a second look at Apple's and raising some doubts, maybe these are two very important pieces of news just over a couple of days. You mentioned the investment in Didi, which is the ride-sharing app that exists in China. There was an item having to do with that investment saying that they might plan to have an initial public offering, and as a result, Apple shareholders may actually make money on this potential IPO, if it happens, a lot faster than anyone had thought the investment would pay off. In other words, it's not just an investment to perhaps put your iPhone and your map function in. Uh, it's also a way to uh, benefit from burgeoning use of this kind of uh, sharing economy. Here to tell us a little bit more about Apple and Berkshire Hathaway's investment is David Garrity. He is a principal at GVA Research. Thank you very much for being here, David. What do you make of uh, Berkshire Hathaway uh, investing about a billion dollars? I think the average price on the stock for them was about $109 a share. Today, Apple trades at ninety three eighty eight. Which arguably says that potentially if they liked it at that level, they, at this level, they should be buying more. Some people have raised questions about how astute Berkshire Hathaway has been in terms of investing in the technology sector in the past. They had put a position in place with IBM. Their position is now about 21% below where it was where they bought it. Uh, one might argue that in terms of looking at the company Apple, you're looking at a company that from a financial standpoint is stronger. Um, so I, I think in that standpoint, um, you know, Buffett certainly from the perspective of trading the stock, 
Not that he does that, but if you were trading the stock around the iPhone 7 introduction coming in September, this is not a bad time to necessarily be buying it. Um, to look at the investment in Didi, the <clears throat> China, China-based uh, ride-sharing service uh, where Apple invested a billion dollars, I mean, certainly this is an investment that looks to be affecting not only perhaps the research and development costs that Apple might have incurred around the Apple car, uh, but potentially be doing it in a way which is going to potentially limit the cost if indeed Didi does have an IPO in 2017. Um, and certainly the DD IPO would be expected to be the largest Chinese IPO in the United States since Alibaba's hmm. IPO, which occurred back in November of 2004. Well, when you look at DD and you look at uh, Tim Cook, some people, he, he, there's been some criticism, right, that, okay, the iPhones, it's a commodity, smartphones, et cetera, and Tim Cook needs to come up with something. The fact that he's putting this money into... Didi going into China, especially at a time when the Chinese regulators just shut down uh, I, the iBook service and, and yes. another one, right? Yes. Uh, political optics, etc. Does this show Tim Cook raising the game or does it show a little desperation on his part? I don't think it shows necessarily desperation. I mean, clearly they have a vast amount of cash. Tons, I mean, no, yes. over, over $220 billion. So just between friends. What's a billion? The, um, but, but no, I mean, it, this is an investment which potentially works on a number of levels. And, and from my perspective on this, I think the, the best aspect of it is if Apple is spending money on Project Titan, which is their research into the automotive sector, uh, rather than incur a research and development cost, they now in effect have perhaps found a test bed in Didi. And this testbed, to the extent that it does go public at a greater valuation than what they're buying in at, certainly it helps them perhaps defray some of the research and development cost, maybe make it, depending upon how Didi performs, you know, um, a, a substantially lower cost outlay. David, uh, does this demonstrate really how bizarre the investment market is when just two weeks ago, you had just about every expert in the world talking about how terrible of an investment Apple would be because of the slowing growth. And iPhone said you couldn't get anyone to say something positive about Apple. Now you're getting people all rushing over, falling over themselves to say something positive about Apple because Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway has bought the stock. I mean, th- is that really any way to guide your portfolio or investments? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a heck of a way to manage money. And to some extent, we're sort of victims of the calendar here because clearly you have the filing deadlines coming 45 days after the end of the quarter. Um, so, you know, certainly when everybody was making their exits and when David Tepler from Appaloosa was making his exit from Apple, you know, Warren Buffett was on the other side of the trade. When Carl Icahn was making his exit from Apple, Warren Buffett was on the other side of the trade. Okay. Would you buy Apple? Do you own Apple now? I do own Apple. I mean, I've owned Apple for a long time, and would I consider buying it at these levels? Yes, I would consider doing that in part for, you know, the the short-term bump that you'll get out of the iPhone 7. You know, we'll have to see how everything else develops in terms of these other product initiatives. But certainly, as we know, the iPhone will remain the driver of profitability for this company for, you know, probably at least, you know, the next 12 to 18 months. David Garrity, thank you so very much for joining us. He's principal at GBA Research joining us today in our New York studio. Let's thank Sarah Fishman for joining us as our technical director today. Sam Langa, our producer day in and day out. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, and this is Bloomberg Radio. 
Coming up, Bloomberg Law. It's brought to you by Deutsch Atkins PC. If you feel you've been unlawfully terminated, you owe it to yourself to call the law firm of Deutsch Atkins now for a free phone consultation. Call 800-498-0991.